I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm, you don't look like you were ready for this. Mm, you don't look prepared for this at all. It sounds incredible. <laughs> That's just one of the most wonderful, beautiful popping sounds I've ever heard. Well, it's a popping and it's bopping, Alistair, and it's filling me with good, good vibes. Andy, that's my cheeks right there. Just giving you a little cheek. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two in the Think Tank, the show where we try and come up with five, five sketch ideas. ideas. I'm Andy Matthews, and I'm Alistair George William Tremblay Birchall. That's right. And uh, yeah, how how was your day? Al? How uh, look? It wasn't too bad, actually. Today was a work like I. I seriously just worked and wrote today, and I've never felt like a writer in, in my life, even though I have made some money from being a writer, and I still don't, but today I did a writing day, yeah. and I felt like that's what a writer would do. Um, it, it, but this was writing of your own, for your own projects, of your own accord? Yeah, it's from my own... Out of my own accord, but it's yeah, it's for a project that you are also working on. Well, yeah, somewhat. yeah, okay, a little bit. But, yeah, but, but you're doing all the work. I was so. doing all the work. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and so it was a productive day because I now have an office. I have a space in which I can write. And how how quick how long do you think you have in that space before the cancer of distraction creeps into the very atmosphere of uh, walls it it already has crept in but i've i've also been able to to sort of you know put it at bay yes you know i've i've defeated it i've conquered distraction really yeah i uh, i'm i'm no longer uh vulnerable to the uh same things that the average human is because I have a space now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you 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 build a sanctuary, yeah. a fortress of solitude. And I think as long as I feel strong, then I am strong. Well, that's nice. No, but it's you know it's all bullshit. I... Do you think there's a sketch in the thing that you said at the start about fe- you you have earned money from writing? Yeah, but not feeling right like a writer. Like, do you think? Because that thing of the like imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. that th- that feeling of I don't deserve to be here. Yeah. Everyone else, it, it's just a matter of time before everyone else realizes that I'm a big fraud. Mm. And you know, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think it's such a common feeling. Yeah. And uh, the thing I I have a, a sometimes. A lot. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And. Uh, I would like to do a comedy about it. Sure. Well, the the sort of the classic place to go to with a would be someone who is actually an imposter. Well, I know. I think that is the next level that you could go to. Okay. Uh, the first level, I think, with all these things, is always to compare an art thing like this, like an like an art imposter kind of thing, like you feel like an, but you're also working the arts. Yes. To someone who's like a surgeon or a pilot. Yeah. Great. You know, because then it's always like. Well, that my my life is in your hands. Don't feel like an imposter, right? If, yeah. if they were kind of going like, "Well, I'm, I don't really feel like you know, I fly obviously every day, but I don't feel like a pilot." Yeah. 
you know, or a, a surgeon. Like, well, yeah, you know, and from, from the point of view of the pilot, the worst possible place to make such an announcement would be over the intercom just before the plane takes off. And similarly, for the uh, for the surgeon, yeah. the worst place would be over the intercom of a plane just before the plane, the plane takes take, off. He starts operating on the <laughs> I don't people. Even, I don't the... even feel like a surgeon. And here I am flying a plane. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even like, so let alone. No, oh, that was already done. Uh, you know, you know that, uh, <laughs> you know that uh, that that common trope of like, is there a doctor on the plane? The pilot's just fallen ill. <laughs> well, is there a pilot on the plane? The guy flying is a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Um, is there an ill pilot on the plane that I could cure so he could take over from me as the pilot? <laughs> so- <laughs> I don't have the skills to fly this thing, but if there happened to be a pilot already on board who was sick in some way that I could cure and then bring back up to full piloting capacity... Possibly that would over two to three weeks. <laughs> allowing for recovery. I don't know how much fuel we have. As I say, I'm not a pilot. <laughs> is, this, is this already a sketch? I, I don't know. I don't know. Is I mean, we, look, we can, we can look more at the idea. <laughs> well... I mean, the, the the thing of is there a doctor on the plane seems like a a very funny thing to hang a, a sketch off in some way. And yeah, I, I'm sure it's been done, but like, you know, the the thing of like, is there a doctor on the plane? Or and and people, the other one is, does anybody know how to fly a plane? Mm. Right. Yep. Um. And yeah, I I, I don't know. Oh. No, I think I think to have like I always love those kind of uh some often they're very short but they appear in like snippets of like cartoons and things like that where an idea like that like is there a doctor on the plane i think family guy we kind of do stuff like this where you would very quickly elaborate on all angles of that bit like that right. where is there a doctor on the plane and then yeah you could go yes or and i'm not really you know but like i don't know who knows but then you kind of like yeah you go to the the pilot as a doctor and all this kind of shit like yeah. that um, I think that that would be a, a fun sort of little sketch. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um, so, well, what if? Oh, now, I wonder that I think this. I've, I, it's it's now ringing a bell that I've seen some version of something like this done with like a chain of events on an aeroplane of like somebody having to translate something for someone else and. Could it be on the movie Airplane? It really. It very much could be on mm. the movie Airplane. Um, where I imagine they explored quite a few of the possible variations of this thing as they did an entire film <laughs> made up of jokes on an aeroplane. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't remember that many of those. But, like, of, of, the, of the airplane themselves jokes, it's a strange thing. But it is like, I think the, what, what their strength was was sort of playing, like, Straight. straight wordplay really silly yeah really silly wordplay straightly yeah yeah um uh so well can can then how can we make the thing of i am a surgeon flying this plane is there a doctor i can cure like well okay so the <laughs> So what about this? Is is there a do- the the pilot's fallen ill? Is there a doctor on the plane? Yeah. Right. And the doctor comes up, and for some reason, 
he wants to perform a brain transplant from <laughs> the body of the doctor of, of, of the of, of the, the pilot, pilot into I don't know either himself else. or a robot or maybe you know one of the stewards yeah or into the body of a the child of a or or like a <laughs> a criminal a learner pilot yes Yeah, but I do like the brain transplant idea. Um, into yeah. himself, into into the co-pilot, into a dog, into a dog. Like like if if there was not enough people on the plane, well, 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 nobody will wants to take the brain transplant, but there is a dog, like that's on there maybe as like a guide dog or something, mm. and they decide that it would be the most humane thing to transplant the brain of the pilot. Into the dog. Yeah. His body is dying, but his brain he's, is healthy. His brain is healthy. I can tell you now. Yeah. <laughs> we, just need a f- uh, we just need a healthy body to put the... <laughs> to b- b- I've been studying... This is, this is like <laughs> this my is... life's work. I, I, I have been... I've proven that it's possible. I've just been unable to get, like, ethics clearance. Because it might cost... Lives, you but, know, because of the risk. But in but an in emergency, this, in this case, <laughs> we will all die unless, unless the we... moral imperative dictates that I must yeah. conduct this brain transplant of a man into a dog. Which one of you will sacrifice your body? Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, I can't because I'm the doctor performing yes. the operation. I mean, I guess I could sacrifice my body but first i'd have to transfer my brain Brain into into one into someone else's (laughs) thing in order to and so then maybe he we all move one brain down (laughs) yeah everyone transfer i'll teach you all to transplant your brain into the person to your left or okay if nobody will do it then i'll transfer my brain into the body of this dog (laughs) this dying pilot no okay into Into this dog dog. and then i will transfer (laughs) i will sacrifice my body by transferring the 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 pilot's uh, brain into my body well okay but then would he do that as the dog as the dog (laughs) but then what is there that prevents the the dog from flying a plane and yet it is still able to conduct well brain surgery. i think i think it's just when he when he says when he says well i well obviously it can't be me that gives up my body and then they're like well why not and he goes all right well all right then he's like you just don't want to give up your body well that's fine all right then i'll give up my body now we just need to find a body to get my yeah. brain into and then they go with the dog yeah i, I think that's good and then we see the dog paws putting the final (laughs) patches on its own head. Yeah. (laughs) Sewing the, sewing the the sort of the needle through the, I guess, yeah, those patches. Let the record show that both Andy and Alistair were (laughs) miming paws and sewing their own skulls back together. Yeah. With like a sort of a closed palm, fingered palm. Okay, but then once I think once everything is solved, like once he's got the the pilot's um, brain into the doctor's body, yes, I think something else should go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So what is that? I mean, what's the inverse of what we just did anyway? His so his body was dying, but his brain was healthy. So yeah. maybe his his body is rejecting the brain. No, I mean that's not helping us. We're just back in a body's brain <laughs> Well, maybe this is the right time for the pilot to bring up the fact that he feels like an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never felt like <laughs> never felt comfortable as a pilot like I was in the you know wrong body I always wanted to be a surgeon <laughs> I actually felt like I was a surgeon in the body of a of a pilot and now I feel like I'm a surgeon in the body of a surgeon but but now I'm but now he actually is a pilot in the body of a surgeon I mean like you know there's a punchline of like that the co-pilot could have just Landed the plane as well, I suppose. Yeah, but he was tired. He was in the bathroom. Yeah. As I said before, the co-pilot <laughs> is in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about the co-pilot? What are you going to interrupt him? <laughs> um. Wow. Look, I think that that's pretty deep. That we've gone into it. It takes yeah. us somewhere. Yeah. Um. So, and we've managed to. Take the imposter thing and mix it in with the "is there a doctor on the plane?" <laughs> I, but yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that imposter thing really works in there necessarily. Okay, well, I, the imposter is always another place that we can it go. It is, it is, yeah, and, and, and that, that may well come back up in in this in this episode. I would like to see somehow the at the end of this sketch for some reason. <laughs> I, I feel like multiple brain transplants have had to take place, hmm. right? And then at the end, we see it is a a dog. The dog lands the plane. Yeah. Right? Mm. Um, and is, you know, but it's not the pilot's brain and the dog. It's a, maybe a child's brain <laughs> wound up mm. in there. And the it's lauded as a hero. And we see the dog with the brain of a child being interviewed on uh, Ellen. Oh, that's nice. Mm. Yeah, I feel like we're we're wasting the 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 pilot's dead body though. Right. You know, maybe maybe that could be used for something. I mean, is there some? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I guess I mean there could be elements of muscle memory. Still. <laughs> well, well when, the, the, when the pilot <laughs> gets in into the body of the doctor, he says, "Look, I was operating mostly on muscle memory." <laughs> I was extract... on autopilot, so to speak. Could, yeah, could we extract the memories from the body? <laughs> well, I'm going to have to transplant all the muscles <laughs> from this corpse onto this dog. <laughs> oh. All that's left is just the skin <laughs> of the pilot. <laughs> and, the and there's a dog with like muscles sort of grafted all on the outside. It was Man just a muscles. hideous... <laughs> this brain that's too big for the skull. <laughs> this... Horrible monster. But he's, a, but he's a hero and he's on Ellen. He's, he's, he's a hero, but he's too disgusting for anyone to celebrate. Oh, no. Yeah. Are there some heroes? Yeah, that is a good question. It's like horrific. Are there heroes that are too disgusting to celebrate? Disgusting looking. I mean, that's a great philosophical question for today, you know? F for today. It's I a mean, question for our times. Yeah. It's a, are there some heroes? Maybe not that the are... hero we wanted, but maybe it's the hero we deserve. But also, maybe it's the hero we can't bear to look at. 
Maybe. Because of all the man muscles crafted onto the outside <laughs> of its dog body. <laughs> um, uh, so the impossible... <laughs> but, okay, so no, not man muscles, but he grafts the pilot's, the dead pilot's hands on where the paws of the dog once were. Oh. And the feet... And then, maybe in the man muscles. Yeah, but but then like maybe bit by bit he then grafts the entire body of the pilot back onto the dog. I think, and then it's a it gets to the point where it's, it's a it's just a just dog a head, of, a head of a dog, mm. <laughs> body of a man, brain of a man. Yeah, well, it's like a dog inside of a man. That's how you get a dog inside a man. <laughs> That's how you get a dog up here. That's how you get a dog up here. Like, I mean, that would be an amazing um, callback to, like, let's say you, you would make that callback to at some point early on in the show. You have somebody go, get a dog up here. You know, how would I do that? Like that. Right, and then. And this... then th- this sketch plays out later on, right? And then at the end, this it, like after the sketch, goes to a guy sitting on a sort of a, a nice chair reading a book and then he closes the book and he looks up and he goes and that is the story of how you get a dog up you that is great alistair yeah i really like what you did with that thanks it's kind of i stole a little bit from alistair cookie alistair cookie you know alistair cookie used to be it was it was oh it was cookie, cookie monster, monster but doing alistair cook Alistair Cook's Letters from America. Yeah, right. I think is I, what that was a reference. I, n- to. I never got that reference, but um, I know he wore. It was basically Cookie Monster wearing a robe, a satin robe. <sighs> satin. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't satin. No, but... no it's the wisest of all fabrics. Yeah. Velvet. Oh. I think it was probably velvet. I don't actually. I don't think satin is a very particularly wise fabric. <laughs> I think satin's a bit foolish, foolhardy. Satin sounds like the kind of thing that you'd. You know, if you were having a bondage party, um, obviously you got a lot of leather and rubber to wear. Absolutely. But the sheets would be nice if they were satin. My parents had silk sheets once. Gold silk sheets once when we were growing up. That's That's a a real... That was an experimental time for your parents. Yeah, it must have been. Yeah. I think it may... I, I hope they weren't the only ones. I hope it was a fad. I hope it was the thing that everyone was doing. Maybe maybe there was somebody at the markets where your parents worked. The, the markets, you know, the, the markets yep. who who had an excess of gold s- silk sheets, and they were trading them for wood them toys for some wooden toys. Yeah. yeah, or you know, maybe your parents are in some way deviants. Look, this could be the tip of a very filthy iceberg. <laughs> And the thing is, is that I don't even want to explore this. No. Uh, you know, this, whatever this is. Working at the markets, there were always those guys who would say, get your apples for a dollar, apples for oh, yeah. a dollar. That's a funny thing to do. Absolutely. And I've definitely th- considered trying to put one of those people in a in a sketch before. Yeah. Because, you know, like, uh, I've had it, you know, let's say I'm going to do my own impression of one. This is from down the market. Two dollar, two dollar, two dollar bananas, two dollar, two dollar, like that, and it's just you know, it's it's old timey advertising. Yeah, because and it works. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> what about a version of Mad Men? Yeah. With Great. that guy. That's good. That's, that's all really I, good. I think that's kind of all you need, right? Yeah. So, like, it's Don Draper. It's And, you know, you, you sort of play out a bit of the episode and it's like that, you know, that famous moment in <laughs> in, in Mad Men mm. with about where he's, advertised, he's come up with a campaign for the Carousel Kodak thing and he's mm. talking about, you know, how he's talking about memories and how beautiful they are and how it's, I don't know, whatever he says, it's like a time machine or something. We're not selling a, this thing, we're selling memories. Beautiful, 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 good writing, good writing, good writing. And then it gets to the end and he's like, so what I'm proposing is that I stand on a street corner and shout, get your carousel, get your carousel, carousel, get your carousel, $2, $2, carousel. Yeah, I think, look, I think that's it, but without without it being about a camera carousel. But also, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think it's about? It's about apples? Punted a strawberry. Punted a strawberry. Okay, so is it is it? But it's still evocative of childhood and memories yeah. and yeah. But I mean, I'm thinking now that like once you go into that field, there's like so many variations you could do on a Mad Men. I'm like, you know, I'm aware we don't do much parody, right? Mm. Apart from keeping up with the Begonias, obviously. <laughs> but but um, but like a version also where like this, you know, highfalutin. Um, Advertising company yeah. has to come up with an advertisement to sell somebody's old couch on Gumtree or something, mm. right? Like, yeah. Well, just then I was kind of like picturing him talking like that, but it's a, like a close up of his face. Yeah. So it's kind of a close up of his face, and he looks real, like you know, he looks like Don Draper, real yep. sleek and things like that. And uh, and so kind of you know, after you kind of get past some of the poignant moments, it starts to pan out. <laughs> And then it becomes clear that he's just wearing a white singlet. And he's got hairy shoulders. Yep. And it's kind of panning out. And then, you know, he's standing behind a... He could just be standing behind a thing of fruit. Yeah. And then, and then he just goes into it. That'd be great. What would be really amazing if is if you could somehow write the monologue in such a way that it sort of gradually transitions into $2, $2, right? <laughs> That's good, yeah. Like, like as it pans out, yeah, and man, and, and maybe like where, but also maybe we're seeing like his ideal of himself mm. as this advertising genius, slick, you know, beautifully well presented, and then like in the wider shot, his his hair's sort of all over the place, and he's unshaven, and he's got you know a mm. bit of sauce on his. Jacket, like he's he, he's he's got a really utterly one hundred percent visionary picture of himself in his mind as an as this beautiful advertising genius, yeah. and then the reality is he's a man shouting about the price of. And, and, Andy, in many ways, what you're doing is exactly what he's doing, except you're shouting about a guy shouting. Yeah. About apples. Uh, now I sure am picturing myself as a genius. One sketch, one sketch, one <laughs> sketch. One sketch about a guy shouting at a market. Get your punchlines, get your punchlines. Um, look, I've written down version yeah. of Mad Men. 
yeah. with market guys Great. who yell two dollar bananas. Market guys um, who yell two dollar bananas. Market guys. We couldn't go back because I did write down imposter at the beginning, but we didn't do anything with it. Yeah, right. Um, but maybe there was a place that we were planning on going that wasn't going to be a is there a doctor on the plane sketch. Um, yeah, so so what did we start? We started with um, those two things of like the worst possible times. Well, I, I mean the surgeon mm. telling you that he feels like an imposter, mm. right, is, um, you know, because <laughs> cause you could go in – Okay, if we could come up with a reason for someone who is about to undergo surgery to tell the doctor that they feel like an imposter, right? And then the doctor starts saying, oh, but everyone feels like that. And, and yeah. he's like, oh, no, come on, don't. No, no, absolutely, I feel like an imposter all the time. I've felt like an imposter since the first day I I stole this jacket off uh, off a peg in a hallway and, you know, forged my certificate. You know, this. That you know, was we, today. We all, we all go through this, you mm. know. Uh, that was today. Yeah. <laughs> so he hasn't even been pretending for that long. <laughs> I mean, if I'm going to have an imposter doctor, I want yeah. at least one with some experience. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's done a few sham, uh, sham, <laughs> sham, sham surgeries. I, I bet you haven't even come up with any names for any of these implements. Like, mm. you haven't even studied up on scalpel. No, you're right. I haven't. <laughs> Give me this. Say everybody feels like this. Everyone feels <laughs> like an imposter. Everyone, <laughs> you know, doubts themselves. Whether or not it's, you know, it's 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 the surgeon they clubbed to death in the car park just so they could get his pass. You know, it, we yeah. all do these things, and we tell ourselves that means we're not a real doctor. Yeah, but in the end, what is a doctor? <laughs> You know, it's a guy with a lab coat and a knife standing <laughs> in an operating theater. I'm a doctor. In a way, you're, you're a, a doctor. You're a doctor. <laughs> Just, I mean, you're you're as qualified as I am <laughs> to perform this surgery. Now, hush. <laughs> Go to sleep. I don't. Can somebody do this for me? <laughs> That was him putting the mask on yeah, the gas on no, his face. I could see it. You could see it, but and nobody I, else. If the audience couldn't imagine that, well, that's on them. I feel bad for them, the people who couldn't imagine it. I mean, the worst thing would be to not be able to imagine. What if What if we could somehow reveal that at the end that this person who's in a doctor, who's, who's pretend, an imposter doctor, mm. is actually a dog? <laughs> he's, he's got a dog see, up I'm, him. I'm a dog. <laughs> I'm actually a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I look before I was a man clubbing a, okay. a doctor to death in so, the car park I was a dog we're, we're all we've almost got a, the, the episode laid out right so first somehow there's a there's a sketch about a guy who who there's something about getting getting a dog up here and then the yep. guy, person asks how yep right it doesn't really resolve. It could, but it, that could almost be a sketch in itself. Get a dog up, yeah, like that. Yeah, and then a person stops and goes, "How?" Maybe, maybe somebody yells it to somebody at a market where there's people selling apples. Yeah, link it all together, Alice. Oh man, like I mean, if, what if this if this 
if this episode made a whole episode, Andy, we're we're trying to take this to a new place, which is a difficult new place, but it's doable. Yeah. Um. All right. So then, then, uh, not long after that. So so then we will have already been out at the market. So we're we're talking about this guy, mm. right? And then get a dog up here. Then we go on the plane. Is there a yes. doctor on the plane? Yes. Right. Then that <laughs> thing wraps up. The guy like gets a thing. The guy closes the book. Yep. He goes, and that's how you get a dog up here. Great. Then we go to the next sketch, which is a... A man who feels like an imposter. He feels like an imposter, and he's being wheeled into an operating theater. Yeah. Now, like, maybe he's had, he's had an accident at work, mm. you know, and he's like, ah, oh, you know, I should have seen this coming. I always felt like an imposter at work, you know? Like, I, you yeah. can do all this study in the world, all the training in the world, and I still feel, you know, never felt like I knew what I was doing, and I guess I was right. You know, I was just... Or maybe he's had a heart attack from stress. That could be. he felt like an imposter at work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. Look, I, I like I like both. Maybe he maybe both. he's had an accident both. caused by a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the leading causes of accidents in Australia are heart attacks. <laughs> There's no such thing as an accident. Um, except what is that? Is it? No, there is. Yeah, there is. No, I was just. Is there a sketch in the fact that there's no such thing as an accident? (laughs) (laughs) There's no such thing as an accident. We've discovered that all accidents are, in fact, Josh's fault. This is Josh. Hello. He's the one to blame for all the accidents. No, I'm really sorry. (laughs) I guess I was (laughs) just brought up wrong. (laughs) I guess I was just acting out. Bored and acting out. In many ways, I've it's probably got to do with my childhood. I was angry. You know that time you dropped a, a cup of sh- sugar and it shattered all over the floor. That was Josh. I did he, it because I hate my mum. <laughs> he snuck in at night and greased up the handle of the cup. It shattered. I guess you were picturing a glass. Yeah, I I wanted to say like a little jar of sugar, but I said a glass of sugar. That's okay. It was something that somebody had stolen from a cafe, maybe. Yeah, could have been. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very probable. (laughs) Is there a sketch in all the accidents being Josh's Um, fault? You know what? I I do like it. I like it. I think I think that's you could have a lot of fun with it. I think yeah, and I think if it's if he's I think Josh should be played by a teenage kid, right? Who we can make apologize for everything. Um, including, I guess, the um, Fukushima nuclear reactor meltdown. Oh, no. Did you hear about the second... It's it's been in the news again recently. Really? Apparently one of the reactors is way more radioactive than they thought it was. (sighs) I don't know what that means, Andy. I don't know what that means. Should we worry? Do you have any capacity for worry right now? I don't think I've got any extra worry room. I think I'm at peak. It doesn't matter, Andy, because it's not your fault. 
Are you waking it's up in the morning and checking your phone to see if World War Three has broken out? Uh, no, I think I think we still got a couple of months at least. Right. Like, I don't think it'll break out because it's just economically, it's just it's just too much of a pain in the ass. God, I hope so. God, I hope yeah. so. I, I hope that like even these lunatic, um, you know, dictators and stuff. Mm. I hope that the uh, the bottom line is they realize that economically it's a bad call. Yeah. The problem is that for w- some people, war is economically a good deal. And if they wind up in the positions of power where they can exercise influence, mm. maybe they're not the president themselves, but maybe they've got the ear of the president. Sure. And the ear is still connected to... The body. The body. Yes, if it hasn't undergone if some kind of huge expl- of explosion. <laughs> yes. The head of the face. The head or the face. I just said the head of the face. The head of the face. I mean, what do you think is the head of the face? The nose? If the face had a head, like, <laughs> it's clearly the nose. I mean, like, what about the, like, the boss of the face, uh, the, the no, head of the, the face? The, the nostrils would be the eyes <laughs> of the head of the face. What do you think is the ass of the face? Is it what you say it's the mouth? I guess it's kind of the only logical one. It's not going to be the eyes. I mean, although the eyes do excrete a kind of shit-like I think thing. the ear actually probably has the most, but I don't know if the ears are considered part of, of the, the face. face. Would you consider the ears uh, to be part I of the mean, face? I mean, like, there's the back of the head. That's definitely not part of the face. No. I guess um, the ears are like the Central America of the face. You know, they're yeah. sort of in between. Yeah, well... I mean, look, okay, so the hair on the side of your head is definitely not part of the face, right? No. You would accept that, and then you accept that your face probably ends where your hair starts. So, do bald people have more face? All <laughs> face, yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow, so, so it, like their face could go all the way over onto the back? Um, no, I think once you get to the back, that's the back. <laughs> okay. Right? But, but the face can, it definitely goes up further. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, maybe it's, a it's more just a... like if you take a photograph dead on of somebody, then the <laughs> everything that you can see in that face, yeah. in, in that photograph, is face, including the front bits of the ears. Yeah, but sort of once you go past the curve of the ear, mm. it's no longer face, and also the under chin isn't face, but then maybe bits of the neck are. Well, I think maybe other like neck rolls. If you've got multiple chins, that's true. They can get upgraded to face yeah, status. Yeah, they. I think if they, they like, they're very front facing. That's that's what would have been under under neck, under chin sort of stuff. That's yeah. now front facing. It's become yeah. part of the facade. <laughs> um, so I think that's considered face. You've built it up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but so it's ready to take on the role of the face. The role, the face, their role. Yeah. So in a way, are the eyes the least important thing on the face? If the nose is the boss, the mouth is the sort of ass. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, see, I'd like to make the ears the ass because they do shit out brown stuff. That's true. But you I can't that, really have two asses. Yeah, that was, that's the problem. But I guess, you know, the mouth. I mean, it seems so important. It's it's kind of the mouth of the face. <laughs> I mean, but the the eyes definitely feel like henchmen. Is it, they're they're, they're always it, looking out. I hate to bring it back to doctors. Yeah. But I feel that there's a sketch in a doctor explaining his theory that the nose is the head of the face. 
like how concerning that would be as a medical student to like be sitting there while a doctor explained to you this theory, right? Or, you know, either in a lecture. It's a lecture, he's a guest lecturer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and your the regular lecturer gives him a great intro, great speaks intro. very highly yeah. of him. Yeah. And and if you're going to be get anywhere in in medicine, then you need to listen to this, this guy. This is the guy who knows <laughs> what's what. Oh, that's the worst thing to say. But uh, this is a guy. No, look again. If this is the highest introduction, I don't think it includes the words. This is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. No, this but guy. like you know, like they're 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 you know they've they've gone and they've gone on men's retreats together. Right. That's, <laughs> so they get along. You know, they're they're the they're the sort of top surgeon guys yep. that have that have bullied bros. that have bullied the other all the other people in the medicine department. And, right. Right. But is it now that this guy has totally become unhinged? Like, has he? somehow spent so much time looking at the human body that he started to see every part of the human body as just being like a smaller version, a microcosm of the human body. (laughs) (laughs) So he's like, well, the face is like a body. Yeah. You know, and and the nose then is the... Head of the face. Head of the face. Yeah. But which so like, when you treat the, the head nose, is the head of the body, but what part of the f- f- face is the head of the face? Sorry, I, I yeah. Someone says the eyes, the eyes get out. Okay, it's the nose. The nose is the head of the face. Okay, so if you're going to treat the face for a face is illness. Remember that the nose is the head. Yeah. And you've got to look after... You've got to look for... Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Look, yeah. The arm is like a is like a human body. What is the head of the arm? The, the elbow. elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe the shoulder. Maybe the shoulder's in charge. I mean, it's too close to the top in a way to... To want to allow it to be the head. Right, right. You get a pl- power struggle if the heads are too close together. Yeah. <laughs> People, you got two heads next to another head. Why do you think you can't touch your face with your elbow? <laughs> That's specifically designed like that. No, none of the heads should be able to touch. Because, I mean, because the elbow is the head of the arm, you might think automatically the knee is the head of the leg. <laughs> But no, because you can touch Very your dangerous. head with your knee. And so. But the back of the knee is the face. <laughs> <laughs> now, where's the nose of that face? It's on the foot, it's the heel. I never said the nose had to be on the face. No. Who told you that? That's an assumption that everyone has made. Yeah. But we've got to question these assumptions if we're going to. No. Do great medicine. Okay, now. That's why we're here. Smell your face. (laughs) Not that face. It can't be done. It can't be done. Yeah. (laughs) Look, (laughs) this is complete insanity. And to be honest, it makes it one of the favorite things that we've um, said out loud. it's, It's a little bit like... 
a like like you could imagine this is a kind of like a, a really terrible bullshit kind of like um uh, eastern medicine like 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 a you know reiki or an acupuncture or something it's like this philosophy that every part of the body is another body eastern european medicine <laughs> the guy he's like slovenian or something like that it just i don't know why it makes sense to me i mean you've all heard of eastern medicine what about eastern european and everybody loves western medicine what if we could combine the benefits of both well, that's where Eastern European medicine comes in. <laughs> like, I'm it, not sure if it's the same idea or if it's a different idea, but... The, the body is a body. Yeah. But each part of the body is also a body. It's also a body in itself. <laughs> in itself. You look at the part of the body, you look at the arm. <laughs> well, that's a body. Now, where's the arm's brain? In the hand. In the hand. <laughs> okay, but not, not in the front of it. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get a mole in your hand. <laughs> That's the brain. Now, some of the hands are born without a brain. Unfortunately, a lot of hands are still born. <laughs> He can't not be racist. What's this? Uh, well, it doesn't feel like any accent, but it feels like a little bit. All right. Look, we don't have to go that route. It's uh, just so fun to talk not in the right way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's disappointing that so much of the racist history of Australian comedy has involved doing... Asian accents. Yeah. When we can all agree it's much more fun to, to do, do a nondescript Eastern European Eastern European <laughs> accent. Of course. Yeah. Well. Mr. Trick. Mr. Australian. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Shouldn't have been so racist early on. Then we could yeah. be enjoying those jokes well, now. Yeah. If you. <laughs> that's right. That's really. That's. Disappoint- That's another way in which the baby boomers have, boomers have screwed they us over. They fucked us, yeah. Yeah, they fucked us again, haven't they? Those baby boomers. If 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 we'd had a harmonious and tolerant and accepting society up until this point yeah. with total equality, everyone would be able to be racist towards everybody. That's right. It's like and it would be fine. Absolutely. It's it's like the fossil fuels, right? Yeah. It's the fossil fuels of the day, right? Because now we're using up these fossil fuels, we're burning them, and then later on, people are going to have really good excuses to, to use fossil fuels for, for probably like quite great reasons. But now there's not going to be any fossil fuels around because... Well, they've created an atmosphere mm. of racism, much in the way they've created an atmosphere that is high in, ca- in carbon, carbon dioxide, mo- monoxide. which means that for us now to uh, to to do anything racist will just add to this toxic atmosphere. Yeah much as burning fossil fuels into the future, is, is going to tip us over that... Uh, that big 442 parts per million line. Yeah, that one, which I think we're probably already over. Yeah, mate, don't worry. It mate. used to be 350. I think we've shot past 350. Nah, mate, we're way beyond that, mate. Oh, dear. I might take it up to 500 ppm. 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 <laughs> 
Am I... Hey, baby! <laughs> get your... Okay, no. Get your carbon... Enough. Bu- oh, no. It's enough. It? That's enough. But what is that sound that cars make when they are revving like that and they blow off that sound? That sound. That's some, that? It's some gear changing. You don't hear that much anymore. I feel like I used to hear that a lot. And I don't know if it's because people aren't doing that to their cars or if I'm just not in the areas where that sort of thing is happening. I think there's there's a mixture of both. But I think maybe too many years have gone by since the first Fast and the Furious movie. Right. You know, I think maybe that's what really brought a lot of that stuff into uh, sure, into sure. to the the public eye. And uh, to be honest, you don't hear that or much. Ear, the public ear. Public ear. You don't hear that much about NOS these days. Well, you don't, do you? I mean, Man. I used to think about NOS two, three times a week. Yeah. Has this car got NOS? <laughs> what about that car? Sometimes I would just shout, the NOS! Yeah. You know? Absolutely. And then you just run. It was a car... <laughs> To just shout the NOS and then the game is you've just got to run away from the car and jump behind something. (laughs) Yeah, that's great. (laughs) Why did we never do that? Because because we didn't know how to have fun. Yeah, but these days we do. I think that's that's what's great about it. We're gonna start doing that. We're gonna start. (laughs) You know, you're never too old to learn how to have fun. Never. Don't just get out of a car. Yeah. Shout the NOS. Yeah. Run away from the car and jump behind something. Well, I think maybe bring a bit of that Fast and the Furious. Pep. Yeah. What Zip. about a sketch about these people, these kids that were, uh, that were, you know, the people that are who are adults now, right? Right. But when they were kids, they were forced to manufacture things, right? And so they didn't really right. get to have a childhood, right? But now they're learning as adults how to have fun right. in the way that they should have when they were kids. And so you just all you're watching is men and women. Yes. Experiencing pure joy. <laughs> Spinning around and and running and climbing and yeah. coming up with names like, It's the NOS! <laughs> and then just laughing like that. Pointing at things. Yeah. Yeah. Calling each other up and going, What's up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although those guys seem pretty old when already when they were doing that in the original ads. Yeah, but... But I think when I enjoyed that, of course, yeah, I was having a you know sort of a late Man, childhood. I wanted. I'm going to call somebody the next week and go. What's what that? that? <laughs> I mean, it's definitely due. Like this is one that I have not seen yeah, come back. That yet. has not had a thing. Wow, it hasn't had a resurgence. If anything, we shouldn't release this podcast until we've done some public version of this because. It's gonna get back into the zeitgeist, and then we're not, we're gonna miss that boat. This is but, fully loaded. But surely, by releasing the podcast, we are getting on the boat, Alistair. Why have we got to keep the podcast in no. so that we can catch a boat that the podcast could be on? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if there's a chance this because because uh, this is buried in in you know forty five minutes of podcast. Uh, people are gonna clip this out. What are the chances <laughs> that this is gonna go viral? <laughs> Very low. Very slim chances, this one. One, two, three, four, five. Technically, we have five have sketches. Have we actually got five, or have yeah. you just got five dashes on no, that no, thing? No, no, no. One, two, three, four. I got six dashes. One is empty. Yeah, but that top one just says imposter. Yeah, but we did come up with another. Did we? Oh, great. 
Yeah. Well, maybe it's time to wrap up. I can the wrap podcast. up unless we had something just there with the NOS and oh yeah, that was the that was well, the, yeah. It was the, there was a lot of sadness in in, in these people who didn't have a childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did that on purpose because I thought that would make because I think people don't have a problem really laughing at at people who've had horrible lives. That's true, especially in a comedy setting. Well, and it's healing to laugh. It's very healing, especially to these people who don't. Who uh-huh. haven't had a child. Child, childhood. I mean, <laughs> probably didn't get to laugh yeah, very much, yeah, and so they have to do it now. Yeah, and laughing at the extreme. Now, laughter is the best medicine, mm. but you know, most medicine is not a thing that you self-medicate. It's it's done to you. That's true. By professionals. Yeah. So, do you think that there is a way in which laughter should is is better, you know, uh, mm. applied? from the outside by people laughing at you um, in a controlled environment, maybe in a hospital, maybe you you, you were mocked relentlessly well, see, by a, nice, a master yeah. roaster. Well, yeah, so you're mocked. I mean, it could just be... <laughs> Sorry, I've got to just yeah. quickly. Um, clown doctors, right, mm. this is a thing. Yeah. At children's hospitals, they have clown, clown comedians who come in and make the kids laugh. What about... Roast doctors. doctors who come in and mock the kids. Yeah, that's good. Because clowns aren't very funny, really. But what is no, funny is Jeff. Who was that name? guy? Jeff. Jeff Ross. I don't know him. But who was the old guy who di- the older guy who died who had a G in his name? Gur. Gura. Gary. Gray. Do you know the guy I mean? Like the old guy who looks like a frog. No, no. He was very funny, and he maybe died of heroin. Greg Giraldo. Greg Giraldo. Oh, the roast. He was a roast master yeah, of some sort. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, roast doctors. I think there's something in that. Yeah. So you go and you make fun of the kids. Hey. Oh. Oh. We have Ronald McDonald House because this. Look at this kid's red curly hair. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we are at Ronald McDonald House. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, that's Ronald McDonald. Oh. Well, yeah, I mean... Boy, I'm tall. <laughs> the, the problem with this is it will very much put us in the domain of mocking sick kids. But maybe we could find a way to do it kindly. Yeah, that's true. Mock them for things that they don't feel too... Sin- not making... You know, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe we are mocking their illnesses, Alistair. No, 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 no. No, no, we're making fun of their choices of TV programs. I just gives more of a blues clues kind of kid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. I think there's something in that. Wait, wait, wait. Can you be into Peppa Pig and be Jewish? I don't know. You know, I'm just... I'm, I'm riffing. You're riffing, here. and I like it. Yeah. I like it a whole lot. Um. All right. So first wanna... we got the, uh, the imposter sketch, which is about uh, a guy who comes in feeling like an imposter. Um, as he's about to go <laughs> into operation, and then the surgeon relates to him by and in a way that reveals that he is actually not qualified. He is not qualified. He is an actual dog. real imposter, and inside his <laughs> human skin is a dog. <laughs> then there's the sketch about: Is there a doctor on the plane? Uh, and and this is a. Well, somebody yells out for a doctor on the plane, and then the doctor comes, and then he says that the dog... No, not the dog. <laughs> that the pilot's body is dying. <laughs> this is his area of expertise. 
and that we need to transfer his brain into somebody else's body, uh, and then nobody will do it. So he says that he'll do it. So he transfers his brain into the body of a dog, and yes. then transfers the brain of the pilot into his body. And then <laughs> because muscle memory is so important, <laughs> has to graft. No, but hang on. Yeah. Then we're not grafting the muscles oh, onto no, that's the dog. True. Okay, we got so confused. Yeah. So maybe I mean, he doesn't graft his own brain. Yeah, okay, into we, the dog. we can just graft it. I mean, like it can be a different <laughs> version. This is so macabre. So then he grafts all the muscles from the man's yeah. body onto the outside of the dog. But then he needs his yeah. But then he realizes that he actually needs the dexterity of his hands. So, so they put the hands, hands on, on, and it just feels weird having his hands and not his feet. So they put the feet on as well. <laughs> it feels weird. <laughs> Do plates have pedals? Hey. Eh? Are there pedals on a plate? Do you have to press pedals? On yeah, yeah, there's probably some pedals. <laughs> <laughs> I can't reach the pedals, and so they put they put shoe like they put his feet back on, and also, obviously his legs as well because yeah. he can't reach the pedals. Top. <laughs> <laughs> and then this eventually, it's... <laughs> that is being. Like toured around TV shows as a hero for landing this plane, and it's just so repulsive. <laughs> just the pilot. So he's a hero, but he is the pilot. I mean, the way the doctor should be the hero. Oh wait, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, oh, no, is it the doctor? The doctor is also on the TV shows with the pilot. I think but, as his creation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it could be that he goes. I mean, you, know, you don't. It's not necessary. But <laughs> the doctor the shows there's still just blood everywhere. <laughs> well, because he's got exposed Muscles. muscle fibers and everything. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> then we've got a version of Mad Men in which it's. It's a guy who's developing a beautiful uh, pitch for one of those market guys who yells, yeah. $2, $2, $2 bananas. <laughs> I mean, there's not really that many disgusting things that happens in this one. <laughs> so it's really not going to get our attention. <laughs> I'm like, you chuck it some exposed muscle fibers, you've yeah. got me. <laughs> um, all the accidents are Josh's fault. This is a... People saying that there are no accidents. And then they're actually all all the accidents are Josh's fault. It's this teenager that is actually responsible for He's just for acting everything. out because he's angry at his mum. Yeah. His parents got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> his parents got divorced because he's dead. <laughs> and all his muscles crushed onto the outside of a dog. <laughs> and his mum couldn't Could stay with stay. him anymore. <laughs> so Josh... And so the accident, the accident that actually caused his dad's body to die, is actually somehow Josh's fault. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, the next one is a lecture theater where uh, a guest lecturer is coming in, and the the doctor comes in, uh, the guest lecturer, and talks about his theory about how um, every part of the ev- human body is a human body. Yeah, and so. And he goes, and he asks, so he thinks that the nose is the head of the face. (laughs) Because the face (laughs) has its own head, but it also has its own feet. (laughs) 
and a spleen and a liver and yeah. We don't need to go into it in too yeah. much depth. But the uh, one of the eyes is a liver, and the other eye <laughs> is the kidney. Is a foot. Is a foot. Is both feet. <laughs> That's funny. Oh. Um. And then, and then we have the roast doctors. I mean, you've heard of clown doctors. Well, they're not that funny. The kids probably are, you know, I don't want to, you know, if anybody is a clown doctor, I don't want to, but the kids are probably just laughing to keep you, not, so you don't feel bad. It's pity. Do you it's think pity. that the sick kids are laughing out of pity? And does this, and, and, but, but there's being, there's, there's showing pity towards somebody else. Is that also is that, is that the, the sec medicine? is that the second best medicine maybe? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, it is. Yes, and it has fewer side effects. <clears throat> well, maybe is... laughter is being overused as a medicine. There's bacteria that are developing laughter resistance. Oh, no, super laughter. So they have to find the, sec- the second thing, which yeah. is pity, which is why they had they invented clown, <laughs> clown doctors. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it, honestly. Um, the yeah. work you people do is just amazing. It's amazing. You I guys know are great. I couldn't do it. And, and I uh, won't. I know I do. I actually. Yeah, I know. It I mean, like it's, it, it, it's, it's vain for us to pretend that we don't listen to our own podcast. Yeah, especially as the Comedy Festival approaches and I realize I desperately need ideas. And um, I'm. Uh, right. Well, you've turned that dog pilot thing into a, into a, into a bit, I yeah. reckon. And you think it's good? I think it could be done. I reckon it's got legs. Man, Man legs. legs. Get it then. And that's how you get a dog up here. <laughs> Um, also, thank you very much. Follow us on Twitter and everything, and like us on the f- in iTunes. And uh, thank you. We, and we love you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.